let me tell you about our spotlight sponsor. It's American Financing. Thank you, American Financing. Uh, by the way, if you're a big fan of the program, it is really important that you uh, you help out these sponsors. If you're in the market for something that we're talking about, um, just at least try the sponsors. We really appreciate it, and, and they are so supportive of us, and they just don't flinch, and we appreciate that a great deal. So if you're looking for a mortgage, uh, you want to refi, all you have to do is call American financing call them now pick up your phone and uh call them and see if they can save you hundreds if not a thousand dollars or more a month right now american financing at 800-906-2440 americanfinancing.net all right you sick twisted freak coming up in uh today's show we have dan bongino also mr bill o'reilly oh and chad brather is gonna check in a great, great show for you planned. Yes, it is. Hello, America. It's Friday, and you have locked into the Glenn Beck program, where Stu and I have planned a great show. I mean, it's it's not going to happen today, but we have a great show for you coming up at some point. Today, we have Dan Bongino, Mr. Bill O'Reilly. We also are going to be talking about the Supreme Court, uh, the shooting in Minneapolis. Oh, and everything you need to know about COVID. All of it coming up. We begin in 60 seconds. Yeah. Glenn Beck yeah. Program. Hey, Stu, can we schedule that show maybe uh, maybe for next week, next Monday I, or Tuesday? I feel, I feel like anything before 2023, we're just we're uh, rushing it. Uh, okay. All right. Well, let me let me go check the calendar. You go ahead and do Genia Cell. <laughs> Sounds like a good idea. Um, well, you know, look, we uh, we have a uh, a very specific uh, thing from Genucel, our friends at Genucel, um, and uh, of course they have all the best stuff for your skin. Genucel has been dealing with this for a very long time. Uh, they have uh, they have uh, a a skin line that has been and my mom has been using for a while, and she loves it. And she always she acts like she doesn't want she she just wants to co- compliment the previous gift but what she's doing clearly is is asking for, is more. Asking for more and i i mean yeah. i can see the tactic coming from a mile away you know she'll just be like oh thank you know by the way that genucel uh stuff you got me i love it i use it every day I, it's I, fantastic i'm almost out yeah i, I mean it's, it's, man because i use it so, so often i'm just running super low wouldn't uh, you <laughs> love women to do that on everything yeah actually yes. you just love to be told you know <laughs> You know, hey, that that sex that we had, 
eight months ago, I'm running low. <laughs> I don't think that's ever going to happen. Uh, um, but I will say, uh, Jenny Cell's got, they always hook you up with all the free giveaways and, and you can get the entire line. It's fantastic. Go to genucel.com, G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com. They'll hook you up with free shipping and all sorts of different free gifts. And it's the best in skincare. So why not take them up on it? G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com. So this week, we have talked about communist China-level tactics that the Canadian government is using against at least one Christian church in Edmonton. They occupied the church building. They put up fences around it, and police in riot gear dispersed people worshiping outside. Now, there is no reason for this. that The church has not been super spreader events. They have not had a single person uh, contract COVID or spread COVID. But it's all in the name of safety. Now, this is happening right in America's backyard in Canada, the land where, if you believe Justin Trudeau, is one of the wokest paradises on the planet. It's like Hawaii, just really, really cold and no beach. The, uh, the court found the California law unconstitutional here in America that was pretty much the same thing. Supreme Court decision uh, overturned last week California's COVID restrictions that prohibit more than three households from gathering in home for religious activities. The court found that California's law was unconstitutional, reasoning that the state seemed to favor secular activities with fewer restrictions. The majority opinion says California treats some comparable secular activities more favorable than at-home religious exercise, permitting hair salons, retail stores, personal care service, movie theaters, private suites at sporting events and concerts, indoor restaurants, blah, 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 blah. Now, the New York Times has said the only reason why they've done this is because they've become so radical, so radical. Now, this is a good thing that they ruled this. For the moment, there is a majority of justices on the court who actually believe in the Constitution. It's another victory for religious freedom in America, and it's great. Until it sinks in that it is the Supreme Court that is the only thing standing in the way. Now, this is not rocket science for anybody who knows the Constitution. This one is easy. It's freedom of religion. It is the very first fundamental right listed in the First Amendment. So there are five rights in the First Amendment. This is the first of the first. It's not brain surgery. Why in 2021, uh, a group of nine old people need to confirm that, yes, you can gather in your house and read that Bible. Doesn't inspire any kind of confidence when it's a 5-4 vote. Naturally, John Roberts voted with the other leftists against overturning this rule. The Supreme Court of the United States upheld your constitutional right to pray with others in your home by one vote. Now, we are looking at the end of our Constitution because of nine old people. But it's about to get a lot worse. Here's Senator Ed Markey and Representative Gerald Nadler introducing the legislation to now have 13 Supreme Court justices. Go ahead. We are here today 
because the United States Supreme Court is broken. It is out of balance, uh, and it needs to be fixed. Ah, does 5-4 seem broken to you? Does that seem out of balance? I mean, it's close. It's close. Too close for me. Out of balance would be nine to zip on everything. It's not. But it's out of balance. But don't worry. Nadler is there saying this is not. I love this. This is not an attempt to pack the court. Some people will say we're packing the court. We're not packing it. We're unpacking it. (laughs) We're unpacking it. Oh, so abortion isn't killing a baby. It's just unbirthing a baby. Is that, is, is that, do I have this right still? Is this how this works? Def, no, we're not defunding the police. We're unpaying for the police. That's all we're doing. <laughs> I, I, like, I like that. We're not identifying as a di- different gender. We're just unsexing that person. <laughs> Critical race theory. It, we're ju- it's 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 we're not pushing that. It's just unwhitening of America. That's mm. all that is. Mm. Yeah. Filibuster. It's just unmcconnelling the uh, mm. the uh, Senate. That's all that is. <laughs> That's basically what they're doing. It is. We're not boycotting Georgia. We're unvisiting Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my gosh. I can't. I mean, let me ask you. I, I don't think they have the votes to do this, um, but I don't think they care. I really don't think they care. Marky said, this is the reason why we need to get rid of the filibuster. <laughs> to a point, can you imagine? Can you even imagine if Donald Trump even tried to do anything close, even suggested this? And all the Republicans were like, no, we're not doing that. Can you imagine if just Donald Trump said, hey, we should do this? They would go out of their mind. Well, it's funny because he did suggest getting rid of the filibuster and they did go out of their mind. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Really? It's shocking. Now, I did not suggest adding Supreme Court justices. He just went through the normal process. That happened once before with FDR, and mm. even the Democrats were like, that's crazy. Yeah, you know. Come on. <laughs> Come on, old man. What, did polio get all the way up to the brain? There was a clip. Uh, I, we can maybe pull it up here. From I had played it the other night, Too but it, it was from uh, okay. from Joe Biden. This, uh, this Joe Biden, who you might not recognize because he's able to coherently get through several sentences in a row. Um, so it's right. not like the new Joe Biden, but it was an old Joe Biden back in like the 80s. And Joe Biden, uh, he th- he knew about that FDR attempt yeah. to pack the court, and right. he thought it was a bonehead idea. Right, uh, boneheaded. <laughs> a boneheaded idea. Bonehead. Well, it was a boneheaded idea. By the way, it's not that I forget things, I'm just unremembering them. <laughs> Here's the clip of Joe Biden. No, we don't have it. Well, it's not that we lost it. We unfound it. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) So let me ask you this. We have have learned a lot. We have learned America. You could actually stick forks in them. The American citizen, the government could come to your house and say, that's for coronavirus. 
and just jab a fork in your chest. Mm-hmm. Okay, everybody's got a fork stuck in their peck, and uh, we'd be like, "Okay, I mean it's, I mean it's for coronavirus." Doctor Fauci <laughs> said we should do it. Uh, Coronavirus. I mean, yeah, they've they've done everything to us, and they've learned people are not going to do anything. And they want people to rise up because they're prepared to go extremists. What, 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 what's going to happen if they, if they actually get serious about passing this and it looks like it's going to happen? What, 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 what do, does America do anything or do they just pull the fork out and go, I'm going to eat while I got a fork. I'll stick it back in when the government comes by. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, this is so extreme. That's why the filibuster is really the only issue here, because they can do all of these things and will do all of these things if they oh, can get that them. filibuster passed. Uh, you know. No, he's not an extremist. Mm. He's very moderate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very, he's very moderate. <laughs> it is. Mo- well, he he was at one point very moderate. President Roosevelt clearly had the right to send to the United States Senate, and the United States Congress, a proposal to pack the court. It was totally within his right to do that. He violated no law. He was legalistically absolutely correct. But it was a bonehead idea. It was a terrible, terrible mistake to make. And it put in question for an entire decade the independence of the most significant body, including the Congress in my view, the most significant body in this country, the Supreme Court of the United States of America. I mean, first of all, he's totally okay. wrong on that. Congress is the Supreme Branch. But still, uh, all of that being said, uh, he, he's, this is where everybody was. This is where everybody's been for 50 years. And, and it was only one guy that wasn't there in the 30s. <laughs> yeah. It was like, well, hang on. Let me wheel up here and uh, get to a microphone. And I got a new idea. Let's just pack the court. But they're not unpacking. And by the way, I would like to ask you, I don't want you to forget that Joe Biden said that. I just want you to unlisten to the clip we just played for you. <laughs> Our sponsor this half hour. Uh, is Relief Factor. Now, John lives in California. He's been suffering from neck and back pain for years. And I hate to say this, but I am contractually obliged to point out the pain in your neck may have something to do, uh, John, with where you live. I'm just saying. John's doctor uh, not only couldn't find the right medication to help his pain, John's doctor was also suffering from pain. You know, that's probably not the doctor I go to. I got a back problem. It's just killing me, Doc. Oh, I know. I got one, too. What is it you want? Uh, nothing. Thank you, Doc. Fortunately for both John and the doctor, John heard me talking about Relief Factor on the radio, and he decided he was going to give it a try. After all, after all, his doctor couldn't help him. Sure enough, within a couple of weeks of, of starting to take it, John's pain started to go away. Eventually, it was gone altogether. And he didn't keep it a secret. He went back to his doctor and said, let me write you a prescription. Uh, just call this number. John's doctor started using it, and he also is now out of pain. You don't need a prescription for this because it's not a drug. It's, uh, it's, it was developed by doctors, but 70% of the people who try it, it actually works for. Now, you might be part of the 30%, and that's why they have the three-week trial period, because you should know within three weeks. And nobody wants you to buy a bunch of stuff that's not working for you. 
So if it's not working within three weeks, it probably won't. Try it for three weeks and then see if you want to order more. Order the Quick Start Trial Pack. It's $19.95. It'll run for three weeks. Take it as directed and see if you don't find relief from your pain. 800-583-84. It's relieffactor.com. 10 seconds. Station ID. Dan Boncino joins us in uh, just a second. I'm going to surprise him and put Geraldo Rivera on the phone, too. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Is that guy obnoxious? Geraldo Rivera is I I don't know why he's still on television. Uh, I mean, I think it's a pact with the devil. Have you know, the guy's 70. Uh, He looks the same as he did when he was like in the 1970s. But anyway, he was on Fox with um, uh, with Dan Bongino. And he's like, you know, Dan, you're just a bomb thrower and a name caller. You're you're just a fathead. And it's like, wait, wait, didn't you just call him a name? Uh, and Dan just, I mean, Dan just was sitting there going, I, I, I can't talk well. He's on. Um, and he was trying to have a reasonable con- uh, conversation about guns. They're now talking about taking guns away from the police. Now, I just want to. I would just like to do an autopsy on this body here, and uh, let's just remember how we got here. So the only ones that should have guns are the police, and only the police should be able to have guns, and they should be the ones protecting our schools and our neighborhoods. And you don't need a gun because you don't know how to use a gun. But now the police shouldn't have guns. Well, that's a good idea. Wow. So the police shouldn't have a gun. You shouldn't have a gun. Who would have a gun? I mean, besides Bloomberg, uh, you know, people like Michael Moore, you know, besides the, the gifted and enlightened, who would have a gun? Just the bad guys, not even the police would have a gun. And they're talking now about this is from the mayor of Minnesota. Take away the guns from the police for traffic stops. Oh, oh that's a good idea, because traffic stops are never dangerous for cops. No, never. There's never been a, a police officer injured at a traffic stop. That's never, never, never happened. You know, I remember in this was in the 80s. I just moved to Baltimore and at least where I'm from, the small town that I lived in uh, my whole life uh, was Mount Vernon, Washington. And I remember my dad getting pulled over a couple of times. I got pulled over uh, before. And in my town at the time, you would get out of your car and you would go meet the police officer halfway. You know, you just get out of your car and you'd be like, hey, Bill. Yeah, sorry, what's, you know, what's the problem? Yeah, dude, uh, you're speeding. And I know your dad, and he's not going to like it, and here's a ticket. Um, so I moved to Baltimore. I was probably 22, maybe. And I hadn't been pulled over since, you know, I was a kid. Once in Texas, and that scared the snot out of me. I don't know how you drive up there in the Yankee parts of the country, but here in Texas, we obey the law. Okay. <laughs> so I'm in Baltimore and I'm pulled over 
And it's like my first day in Baltimore. I have no idea where I am, really. I don't know anything about the news or what's been going on. And I'm pulled over on the highway, and I get out of my car. And all of a sudden, the doors open on the squad car, the guns come out, and they're kneeling behind the doors, and they're like, get back into the car. And I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Then they approach the car, guns drawn, pointed at me. And they're and they said, uh, what the hell are you doing? And I'm like, speeding, I guess. Is this the way you always pull people over? And they said, you know, once they realized I was a complete and total imbecile, they said, we just had a police shooting. Don't ever get out of your car. Don't ever get out of your car. It's the fastest way to be shot. So now when I'm pulled over because I just don't care. I still get out of my car. No, I stay in my car and I keep my hands at 10 and 2. It's the most dangerous time for a cop. And we're talking about taking, I mean, these guys are, they feel like they are on the front lines every day. Everybody is blaming them for everything they do. And now you want to disarm them? Who's going to protect you? Here's the clip. I don't believe that officers need to necessarily uh, have weapons, uh, you know, uh, every time they they're they're making a, a traffic stop uh, <sighs> or, or engaged in uh, situations that don't necessarily call for uh, for weapons. We know that there guys. are other many uh, other jurisdictions or even around the world where uh, that uh, is not, you know necessarily the case it's not needed yeah 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 in switzerland um the the amazing thing here is uh, these people you know they always say defer to the experts defer to the experts is that mayor an expert in law enforcement is that the is that the expert first of all i'm not i'm going to listen to the experts but i'm not going to defer to the experts i'm i'm going to use my brain and listen to what that expert is saying. Then I'm going to listen to another expert. And then I'm going to do my own homework. As I recommend you do. You are in charge of the country. You are in charge of your own freedom. Uh, but to put these guys into a squad car. And I, I, I would love to see the Minneapolis police go up to that uh, mayor and say, Hey, here's the keys to the squad car. You go out and patrol for a week. No, you, you just do it. Go ahead. Go ahead. You do it. And you city council people, here's another squad car for you. And you get a squad car. And you get a squad car. And you get a squad car. This is the Glenn Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Okay, uh, we have Dan Bongino coming up in a second. Also, you don't want to miss hour three. We've got some really funny stuff and some great stuff coming up. But also, I think it's in hour three where I'm going to be talking about what's coming. It's inside the house. It is. It, it, the, the economy is on the edge. Now, they're going to tell you all kinds of different things, but the economy is on the edge. There's, there's an article today that I read, America, uh, you might be headed towards a uh, collapse like Greece. Do you remember what that was like? 
please refinance your loan. Please get out of these high interest credit card debts. Please get your financial house in order. Please call American Financing now. Come on, we're in this together. We all need to be solid so there's somebody left to rebuild this. Besides, you know, the head of Coca-Cola who's probably got this handled. Go to AmericanFinancing.net now. And head over to BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. Go get your uh, subscription to Blaze TV. It's 10 bucks off right now. Our next guest is a friend of the program, friend of mine, and uh, somebody that I I have a business opportunity I'd like to suggest. Dan Bongino is joining us. Dan, is you, have you ever thought about signing a, a big deal uh, to go on a tour with uh, Geraldo Rivera? Because you'd never have to go because you'd never get a chance to talk. So you could make money literally in your sleep. Um, f- first First I of all, let me that. ask you, Dan. I love this. Quick, I'm always open for a business opportunity. <laughs> I, I love that. Let's get quickly. Let, <laughs> let me just uh, let me just ask you first. How are you feeling? How are you doing? Yeah, doing good. I, I appreciate that. Thanks for asking. Doing okay. Doing okay. So uh, always are praying you, every day. But uh, doing good. Um, how long away are you, or how far away are you from getting uh, all clear? Well, I May 3rd, I have a scan out at MD Anderson in Houston and uh, hoping that one turns up negative. And, you know, if okay, it good. does, it's a battle for the rest of your life. You know, you know we've yeah. got to go scan all the time, but uh, let's hope it's okay. I think it We're praying for you. Um, all right. Let's talk a little bit about the insane idea now from the mayor of uh, Minneapolis of taking guns away from police officers, but really only at traffic stops, because that's not dangerous at all for them. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Listen, there are two scenarios in policing that pretty much every cop, and I know you know a lot of them, will tell you that, uh, that are the most dangerous. Traffic stops and domestic violence calls. Uh, The most dangerous, I would say, hands down. Now, why is that? Uh, You know, if you're thinking logically, not like, you know, the mayor of uh, Brooklyn uh, Center who said that absurdity there, that they shouldn't have guns on some traffic stops. The the reasons why, uh, if you're using reason, are are self-explanatory. We're visual creatures, right? We're not bats. We're not dogs. You know, bats use what uh, echolocation. Um, Dogs use olfaction and smell. We're visual creatures. So when you're approaching someone in the street outside of a vehicle, you can typically ask them to see their hands. So, Glenn, here's a minute. this is really going to be crazy for the liberals. Listening. You can see the hands. You know, eyeballs don't shoot, knees don't shoot, elbows don't shoot, fingers do. Fingers are located on hands. This is all news to liberals, okay? So you can see them. The problem when you're approaching a vehicle and why they're so dangerous is a vehicle is a contained box on wheels. Again, news to liberals. You can't see what's inside the vehicle until you approach the vehicle. And if someone is going to shoot you, God forbid, as a police officer, and you have to react to it, they know what they're going to do before you know how to react. So by the time you see it, you could be already dead, tragically, like that officer in New Mexico we saw that video for. So again, this is just reason. I know that's difficult for liberals to get through their heads, but that's the stupidity of asking an officer in his most dangerous situation to not be armed with a firearm. Dan, let me let me ask you, let me branch out here and let's look at the the whole landscape of what's going on. You've pushed people to the brink with COVID. 
even the director, national director of intelligence has come out and said there are going to be revolutions around the world and instability uh, because of covid and because of what's going to happen to economies and people aren't able to get goods and services. They're not able to go to work, et cetera, et cetera. So the director of national intelligence says there's a problem and it's going to be revolutions. It will uh, it will take uh, semi stable com- uh, countries and destabilize them because there will be migrants that rush into those countries and destabilize that country. We have all these things going on. The Supreme Court now, maybe 13, maybe the filibuster. Hey, let's make Puerto Rico and Washington, D.C. a state. Yeah, yeah. What, 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 what is going to happen here? Well, I, I hope, I hope this conversation we're about to have is looked at in four or five years, and everybody says, "Oh, Dan and Glenn, that was all crazy." I mean that. I, 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 I genuinely hope that this conversation's left off in a few years. Unfortunately, of course it won't we do. Be. Um, because uh, you know, I had an AP history class in high school, and the teacher was—he was a Democrat, but he was a smart guy. And he said, you know, the reasons you don't have societal chaos in places like the United States, and you likely won't in the future, thank God, is because we have a middle class. Um, And people in the middle class have a lot to lose. You know, the rich are usually powerful. They insulate themselves. The poor um, have nothing to lose, a lot of poor people. And countries with a lot of poor people, you see revolutions precisely because they have nothing to lose. We have a pretty vibrant middle class, despite the left's protestations otherwise. But you accurately stated in the corona era, where we've used coronavirus as an excuse to evaporate pretty much all of our God-given big R rights, right, Glenn? I mean, let's walk them through one by one, right? You, ha- you previously thought you had the freedom to assemble. Um, using coronavirus, the leftist says, no, no, you can't assemble. Matter of fact, if we see you in groups of four or five or larger in a home praying, uh, we're going to basically come in and, and you know, either lock you up or, or, pre- or prevent that. Correct. You can't practice your religion. You weren't allowed in church. I mean, we could go through these rights one by one. Um, even the right freedom to of press, the government. I mean, <laughs> right? Yeah, yes, freedom. all of them, yeah, all of them. Yeah. I mean, you and I are in conservative media. Um, there's a threat of of being banned from the public space, the new public space on YouTube and Twitter every day. Liberals don't have this problem. So every one of those rights has been under attack using either the guise of uh, identity politics or coronavirus. So what's the consequence of that? Well, the consequence is obvious. You start to lose the middle class as their businesses are taken away, their right to practice their religion, mm-hmm. and you incentivize exactly what you open the conversation with, people who have nothing to lose, unfortunately, to try and fight back. You are a former Secret Service uh, agent, and you're not a, just a Treasury agent or, you know, I worked in a Secret Service in, you know, wherever. You were actually in the White House when we first met. I, I swear, I think you were the body double for uh, Barack Obama because you look a lot like him from <laughs> a distance. And now a lot of liberals would be like, we should have targeted him. Uh, right. Oh, Dan, it looks like his uh, audio kind of cut out here. <laughs> Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah we kind of lost them here in the middle. I mean, that's what happens, you know, silencing, silencing the voices of conservatives once again, uh, Dan. I, I like how you picked that up. <laughs> that was just seamless. See, <laughs> as broadcast professionals, all of us, right? right? I have the luxury of being taped a lot on my podcast, but doing some live fill-ins on Fox, 
boom, you bounce right in there. And you just, yeah. you have to have a, you have to have a line ready to go in your head. Like, well, here are my thoughts on the matter, right? I like that you did that very, very tight. Thank very you, Dad. Appreciate are you, that. Can you guys hear me now? Yeah, we can hear you now, Glenn. Yes. I'm yes. sorry. We, 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 we have a. talking about how. How this happens, you broadcast professionals bounce right in when there's a technical lapse. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Yeah. Well, we're having a rainstorm here, but uh, the state of Texas has guaranteed me that we'll never have a loss of power. So uh, <laughs> I'm sure we're set. Uh, so, Dan, uh, you sat and yeah. you watched these people. And you told me the first time we met, the first time you really started questioning things was you were watching them watch me on Fox and you realize yeah. some of the things that you that I was saying, they were like, what the hell? How, how does he even know this? Uh, and it was uh, just because I was. Obsessed. Right. Glenn, they were. And obsessed. remember that thing you did on Van Jones? Yeah. I mean, you you single handedly at the time probably got them to say, hey, maybe this wasn't the best hire. But they are. Obsessed. <laughs> they could not take it. The you and right. Hannity, they were obsessed with you. Yeah, that wasn't a joke. That wasn't hyperbolic. Yeah. when I told you that. So but you sat there and you said, I've had my eyes opened because I've I'm I'm seeing and I'm listening and I'm seeing what you're saying and then I'm seeing what they're saying and what they're doing. And uh I really need to stop because I'm I'm in the wrong place. I need to speak out and I need to stand against this. Uh, and yeah. It, yeah, I mean, you're seeing what's happening. Do you believe that this is all just a matter of coincidence? And they're all they're all really have the best ideas. And and gee, the Supreme Court thing, we're not really going to do that. That's not really our intention. I mean, they are acting like fascists. And they're doing it with Coca-Cola and all the rest of them on board. I, listen, I'm glad you use the F word. And I'm not talking about the FCC F word. I'm talking about the fascist word. Because I said this on my show the other day. Uh, why are we not calling it what it is? You know, we're living in a society where 40 percent of the people are living a lie. We're living a, an actual lie right now. Donald Trump colluded with the Russians. I mean, we're, you know, uh, the officer in, uh, in this shooting of Dante Wright was a, was a racist. No evidence of that whatsoever. We, nobody even knows that yet. People are just living a lie. And, and, and it's a time like that where it takes truth tellers to speak the truth and use the descriptions that are accurate for what's happening right now. We have people, as we just discussed, trying to wipe out your freedom to practice religion, your freedom, your freedom to participate in an open forum and uh, in a public in a new public space and social media, people preventing your right to assemble. This is scary stuff. And when you realize, Glenn, that this is not an accident, as you actually you accurately just stated, this is being done intentionally body blows to soften you up, to get used to the wiping out of your big R God-given rights and replacing it with subjective government values, all of a sudden you say, like I did when I left the Secret Service, holy, you know, fill in the blanks. I'm not going to be a part of this. And I'm wondering where more truth tellers are. I mean, you see yeah. the story yesterday with the whole Russia debacle, but the intelligence community at the top, a lot of it's been corrupted. You know, this whole Russia bounty story, bounty story was fake. Totally fake. And then we see this other story conveniently comes out the same day. Oh, look, this Konstantin Kalimnik 
was the source for Paul Manafort, whatever. And then we find out he was a source for the Obama administration, too. This is all being done to foster a narrative, and none of it is to advance your big R God-given rights. None of it. And you have people, I don't know what their motivation is, but you have even Lori Lightfoot. They're the Adam Toledo shooting. Are you familiar with this? The yeah, uh, yeah, the, the guy that the guy was shot back in March and they withheld the tape. And let me just play real quick the the uh, 12 seconds of uh, footage. Stop, right now. Here they are. Stop, stop, hey, stop. Show me your head. Stop it. Stop it. Hose end. OK, they shoot him. And when you see that, stop you're right like, oh, my gosh, they shot an unarmed man. They never released the videotape. They released that, but they never really released the videotape. Until, I think, a couple of days ago. And if you look at it frame by frame, you see this. Put the frame up. There he is standing there with a gun behind his back. Now, the cop, he becomes his standing. Right. Notice how he's standing, though, Glenn. Bladed off so you can't see his right. What did I just tell you? Hand shoot, not elbows, not shoulders. Right. You can't see his right hand. The hand he has the pistol in. When you see the gun, you all of a sudden he drops the gun, but then the hand, mm-hmm. because he's bladed off, you can't see anymore. So he didn't know he didn't have the gun. But nobody's going to tell you that. This doesn't advance their narrative. Dan Bongino, uh, let me know about the test, man. Uh, we'll keep praying for you. God bless you. Thank you for everything you're doing. Um, and uh, thanks for being on the program. Appreciate it. Thanks, buddy. Talk to you soon. You got it. Dan Bongino. All right. Our uh, sponsor this half hour is Hustler Turf. Comes, uh, you know, a point in the year when it's finally time to get under God's blue sky and give the lawn a haircut and sweat on your brow. And you're sitting there in your ball cap, favorite tune in your ears. You're singing along. Nobody's going to hear you. The sweet smell of the freshly mown grass hanging in the air as you roar by on your Hustler Turf zero-turn lawnmower. It's a good day for it. It used to take you twice as long to mow your lawn. In some ways, it's bittersweet. But the last thing you want to do is spend two hours mowing your lawn. Now it only takes you about an hour because you have a Hustler Turf. And it's dependable. Hustler has been making mowers for industrial jobs for literally decades. They pioneered the zero-turn mower and perfected it. And they're making zero-turn mowers now for you and your yard. It's the same sturdy, tough-as-nail, run-forever quality, but at a size that matches your needs. A lot of great lawnmowers out there, and I want you to go and A-B compare. Go look at the best you can find. But then make sure you go to HustlerTurf.com and find a dealer near you and, and look and test drive a Hustler Turf. I'm telling you, there's no comparison between the best of the best that you'll find at Home Depot or whatever and a Hustler Turf. HustlerTurf.com. That's HustlerTurf.com. We have our sink back yet? We were we uh, it, something happened at the uh, at the studio here at my house, and we've lost sync. So it's like watching a bad uh, Godzilla movie. I've, just, I've always just wanted to do this. The monster is destroying our power lines. <laughs> Quick. Okay. Uh, I had Glenn Greenwald on for a uh, podcast. Uh, and the podcast was supposed to come out yesterday, but I'll explain when you listen to the podcast coming out today. Uh, and he was fascinating. And we talked to him about tech oligarchs. Listen to this. 
we as a planet are going for a giant oligarchy and it is high tech that is allowing them to uh, squash anybody who's warning about it and media. You, you know, I, th- there was, I think one of the most interesting things that has happened in the last couple of months, three months, is when Facebook and Twitter, basically all Silicon Valley platforms united to remove the sitting president of the United States from the internet, to deny him the opportunity to communicate with hundreds of millions of people. The people who cheered that were American journalists because paradoxically, journalists who are supposed to defend principles of free expression, free speech, and a free press are in fact the most aggressive advocates for internet censorship. They're the ones who agitate it for it. But the people who denounced it were world leaders, including many who have no love loss for Donald Trump, like Angela mm-hmm. Merkel in Germany and mm-hmm. the Macron mm-hmm. government in France and even the president of Mexico, um, President Lopez Obrador, who, who said in a really eloquent press conference, what we're creating is this world government of these tech oligarchs answerable to yep. nobody. And that's yep. what, you know, that's what Angela Merkel was saying, too, was she was saying, look, you know, here in Germany, we do believe in regulations on speech, but if you're going to have them – it has to be the democratic process that decides them, the lawmakers who are elected by the people. This is not that. This is unelected overlords, oligarchs deciding who can and cannot be heard. It's a fascinating interview. We cover just about everything. Glenn Greenwald on the podcast. If you're blazetv.com slash Glenn subscriber, you'll get it today. Otherwise, wherever your podcasts are found tomorrow. This is the Glenn Beck Program.